Jen Stone. David Deloise, here we are again. Okay, uh, here to talk about. Spot. Oh, oh, oh. Put me on the spot. It doesn't have to be long. It's nicer if it's long. I'm. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Harper. <laughs> Harper. I swear, I have a little like 12 year old boy in my brain who just wants to make all it. the gutter jokes. And uh, you set me up so perfectly. It happens. For that. It happens. Did you, did you want me to do the no, David Dalloway song? Here he is today in red. He looks great. <laughs> I don't know what that was. For people who are not uh, watching us and just listening, I'm in red. <laughs> He is in red uh, and he looks fantastic. Although, come here, come here, come here. Oh, you yeah, have a little, you have a little, a little fuzz. You know what? And we I got did the fuzz. An episode the fuzz is of CSI uh, Miami, mm-hmm. and the whole the whole thing was <laughs> that was uh, dropping the Caruso. Um, oh, I'll tell you my Caruso oh, story. Everybody's got a Caruso story, right? Ah! Oh, that was. <laughs> oh, that was that was that was the music. That was all. <laughs> Uh, Can we just talk about what a fucking horrible so like impression of that music uh, of that CSI? <laughs> what, what was ah? <laughs> Jen Jen Stone is off the rails, everybody. Um, but in was, this episode, please just erase that from my life. I was life. supposed to be like awful. kind of a, an a hole guy. Yeah, and it, it was all about very hard for you. You know the the. Uh, <laughs> But there's a, a guy, uh, Mystique, or I don't know what his name is, but there's a guy who's From like- X-Men? The, the pickup artist. No, oh. uh, I think this is his actual name. He had like a top hat. Oh, album. I got really but, excited. I was like, Mystique from X-Men. But the whole thing is like, there's a, there's an art to picking up women, you know, and you do, yeah, they every call one them, of the, they you know call what? them Every nags. one of those guys are virgins. Yeah. Well, they I do mean, that for a living. It's, every yeah, one of I them. Mean, the, the best way to pick up a woman is to talk to them, Treat them like a human be being? Nice. Yeah. What a concept. But but what, what it was in the show was you do negs, negatives, like- Oh, yeah, I, I've heard I, this. you got a little something, it's like a gross. little something, you know, it's and gross. then, but, but that's what my character did. And then I got stabbed in the neck and died. I would have stabbed you in the neck too. If you were like insult women, to, I'm going to the tell my Caruso story right, really quick. Right, I will shut up. So I was tell dead. All about your Caruso. I, all I did in the scene with him, I was dead. He came like four hours late. Yeah. They, they had lit pre-lit pre-shot the whole scene. Yeah. And ah! he's like, <laughs> For people who just joined us, when Jennifer Stone goes, ah! it's the opening for CSI Miami. Which no one would get that. This is the worst impression ever. Okay, so you're okay, dead so and he's four hours I'm late. Dead. I'm laying in blood. And, um, <laughs> the, the uh, you know, for people who can't see me, I've got my glasses on. Yeah, and, and he's cross-eyed. And Caruso goes, what are we got here? And, uh, <clears throat> uh, what are we cut? Cut, he cut. Oh, God. And he's like, where's my Diet Coke? Where's my Diet Coke? I just was like, this guy is so not nice. Yeah. You know? Uh, he uh, needs a neg or two. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, well, they canceled the show. Well, that's a but, big neg. But he, <laughs> he also, if you watch him, he never looks at the other actor in the oh, face. Oh. He always just looks away. And my brother Peter <sighs> did a movie with two actors like that, and they both never looked at each other, so it was hard to cut them together. So they, like, begged yeah. them to look at each other. So... Uh, Caruso would call cut and and thing and all that and then there was um an, uh, the cop who was on the show with him. Yeah. There were know, a lot was, of cops. Was on getting the show. Well, it was the, a show the, about cops. Yeah, but there was a a, a uh like the beat cop. I, I don't remember his name. He was a wonderful actor. I obviously and, never watched the show. I can't do the opening. Okay, so. Okay, I'm gonna stop screaming so in people's he ears. Did, he did his coverage. Yeah. And you know, as another actor, you want to you want to be there for the sure. actor, and as a good actor, yeah. you want to support your other actors, and not so, be an asshole. So the the actor just did 
his first take and he 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 said his lines he stutter stepped a little bit on something and then caruso's like doesn't get any better than that bye and just oh, left oh the worst ah so if david caruso's listening i'm sorry the, the truth is is like actors are there to support each other and to help move the story forward so when an actor is like bullshit bullshit my line my not my coverage don't care like oh tennis ball like all oh that God, nonsense it's believe. the worst i hate it jen what? i don't care and i'm just going to say it I was on a show and it was called Jesse with Christina mm -hmm. Applegate. And yeah. there was an actor, Bruno Campos. Mm -hmm. I've said his name and there it is. He was not nice to us. Mm. He was not a good guy. It sticks with you. Because when we were have dinner, uh, me and the other actors were talking about something and he actually said, why are you even thinking about that? You guys are just the filler. He said that? What the fuck, right? Oh, my God. Because so... a lot of actors think like, oh, bullshit, bullshit, my line. But nobody freaking says it. It was it was, it was, was not nice. Oh, God. All right. And, well, if you want a and, lesson in I, what not to do as an actor, yeah, there you and, go. And, or as a and, human being. You know, Jeez. if this comes up and somebody's like, well, you said his name or you didn't. You know what? He shouldn't have said that. No. Because that's the truth. No, you have to have accountability for yeah. that. Like, you can't, that behavior is not okay. I, I hope that that was okay because I am I, I pride myself on being honest and no, truthful. and that's one and, of my favorite things about you. Truth. But the thing is, is like, if, if you behave that way, you have to be accountable for that behavior. Yeah, and it's a team sport, it is, man. It is a team sport. And that's the thing is, like, I don't care if you're number one on the call sheet. I don't care if you're 45 on the call sheet. Your part matters to tell that yeah. story, move that story forward. And we should all be there to support each other as much as humanly possible. 100%. And Bright Kaufman Crane, who produced Friends, mm -hmm. were the producers of that show. Yeah. And I loved working with, with Eric and, and John Lear was on there. He played my brother, yeah. who was mute. He yeah. didn't speak yeah. till for 16 episodes, which was funny. And then George Zunza played my dad, who was from Deer Hunter. Yeah. Amazing, amazing actor. Yeah. I learned so much from him. Yeah, and to and, call all of those wonderful actors filler is right. bullshit. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I've never heard of the person that you're talking about. So on that. <laughs> anyway. Good. So okay. Now we're talking, we talking about, about this the, the uh, movies, which was in season one. And it was episode, is it episode uh, nine? Nine, yes. Nine movies. Okay. And this is the first episode that Dan Benson was in. Yes, yes. But he was playing a different character. Which is really threw me for a loop. Do you remember his character name? Yeah, it was like Zach. Uh, what is Rosenblatt. I'm Rosenblatt, looking at Rosenblatt, it. Rosenblatt. Yeah. Rosenblatt. But, but here's the thing. We talked to uh, uh, some of the uh, executive producers, mm -hmm. writers, and the reason that happened, they don't remember, but they had to change the name. So they why basically- did, Why did they have to change they, the name? Because there was something about Rosenblatt or whatever. I mean, there was oh, something about his character name okay. that they that they changed. But I mean, Zach and Zeke, well, they we kind of were still- we talked to Dan about this, about right. how like, you know, Zach was kind of more of a like, bro-y. Right. Like, I'm not into Zach. Harper's all about the Zeke action. Zach- not into oh, it. Zeke, my all Gott. about it. Okay. All about it. All That's, about the oh Velociraptor rock. In German, by oh the way. Gut. Mein Gott. Who writes these? I want to know. Who writes the synopsis? My mother. Your mother <laughs> writes the synopsis? No. My mom has better has, has things to do. Okay, plot. Um, and yes. this was in uh, uh, 2007. Much to Justin's dismay, mm -hmm. Alex's attempt to get into a rated R movie puts her in mm. the horror flick. With only Justin to rescue her. Did you see how I got into the really movie good. voice? You and always, but you always, the movie voice is so inherently in you that you always you. go into it. And this was directed by Mark Sandrowski, yeah. who directed every episode of The Bing Bang Theory. Yes. And you know, he, I really learned a lot from him because Mark he was, was, Mark is wonderful. He was so efficient. 
Yeah. You know, he was so spot on. He was also a lovely human to be around. He created a great set environment, which yeah. is so important for a director. Thank you, Mark. So Dan was on this episode. This was his first appearance. Right. And it was Tiffany Thornton. Who's the up. nicest, sweetest? We have to oh, have her on the show. I would love that. I, lo- yeah. I don't know. Like, we should, we should, yes, we should have her on. But she what? played Susan. Yes. Which was a part of, like, Justin's cool friend group. And then and she was on Sunny with a Chance with yeah. Demi Lovato. Amazing. Who, which shot on the same which, Hollywood Center well, studios, no, right? Do you remember this? We, so we shot on stage four at Hollywood Center, which is no longer called Hollywood Center, which um, we shot on stage four. And then we moved over to, like, stage. Eight and a half, two and a half or right, something. Stage, there was like a half. Stage four, we yeah. had to leave the stage to go to our dressing room, yeah, makeup like area, and yes. the, but the other one, it, it was, was all put. Yeah, but Sunny with a chance when we left because I think it was took the, over our stage. Yes. Ah. So the third and the fourth season, we were in the whatever half studio that we were at, where we were the dressing rooms were connected, and then uh, first and second season, we were in stage four, which is where Sunny with a chance was, and I think. I'm gonna After we finished, Jesse came in. Yes, I know that because the half stage yes. that we were in. And and I think I could be wrong, but uh-huh. we're gonna bet a dollar. How about we bet a dollar now? It doesn't have to be fifty dollars. I mean, I got bills. And we'll put to all pay the winnings in here and then raffle that off. That's Great. a lot. That's a lot of. I love, just if <laughs> you can't see Jen, Jen looked at me like. Deloise, calm down. That's what I got. But I think we were at that first stage. I just looked at you the like that's season. a lot of work. I think when we came back from the sec into the second season, we went over to the stage. You we- might be right. I'm not gonna bet you a dollar on that one because I think you're right on that it's one. Possible. I'm only gonna bet you when I think that you're wrong, and usually I'm wrong. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, so Tiffany was in that episode. Dan was in that uh, was in movies. Alex and Justin were always in competition with each other. Yeah. And, and like you said, I think that every sibling can relate to this because my older brother, Peter, was five years older than me and all I wanted to do was hang out with him yeah. and hang out with his, my, his my friends brother, and stuff. My brother, Chris, is five years older than me. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, exciting. it's like, you get to do that, you get to do this. Yeah. And, um, so that's interesting. I really identify with that. The, I, I learned early on to not try to go with my brother and his friends because he took it as an excuse when I was a kid to put me through boy camp which was an excuse to just beat the shit out of me for a week with his friends. So they they did things like they took like the old water guns, the like super soaker, right. which had a lot of water pressure before they redid them and like point blank, like right in my abdomen. That's like not shoot okay. It. Uh, well, I'm not suggesting people go do it. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying this is what happened. They, I think they left me in the woods to like find my way out. They like tied me to like a basketball pole. He took it so as a week was, to just this like- This was like your coming of age. This was no, like this you're was, going to was, the forest yes, and fend for yourself. It was like, and, it, it basically, but it was my lesson of like, maybe I don't want to hang out with Chris and their friends because it's a bit of suffering to do so. <laughs> so I learned early on that I was like, uh, maybe I don't want to hang out with you maybe guys. Maybe he did you a favor. Maybe he did. Maybe he was trying to teach me something. Okay, so this was the- um, we went to go see the Ice Varks, which was Aardvarks. I thought you said the Ice Farts. No, not Ice Farts. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Ice Varks. Ice Varks, yeah. Like Aardvarks. Which was like the children's movie. Yes, and it was hockey playing Aardvarks. Yes. And in that movie, uh, there's a song. It's like, something Varks, something Varks, and then that's Bunk. Yes! And that's the first time that we heard Bunk as and it's a bad thing. And then it's like Jake, Jake's catchphrase. Jake, yeah, exactly. I never realized because I'm I'm not in this episode. So again, rewatching these or watching them for the first time, yeah. I'm learning, like making connections that I hadn't had before. So I didn't realize that was where his catchphrase, that's bunk, came from. Yeah. I, if that's his I think that's his catchphrase, right? Yeah, he in many other episodes, he's like, that's bunk. Did you, you have know? a catchphrase? 
Well, you're, you're I, the, my catchphrase is you there. It's oh, I didn't realize Alex. it's like I'm going to the bathroom. I don't know what's happening. Well, I mean, you got a lot of things to work <laughs> out. I don't know. Um, but I didn't realize I had one. I was remind the fans reminded me recently that mine was C and P E. The C and P E. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that that, that was mine. I didn't uh-huh. realize. I, I'm, I'm just got so excited. I was like, oh yeah, I did have a catchphrase. Physical education is P E. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm turning red. CNP. Did I do it wrong? You were taking a shart in the woods. That was that face. You guys and listening at home, you don't see that he literally looked so constipated and turned oh as red as his shirt and thought that that was Harper CNP was taking a shit in the woods. It was not. <laughs> no, it was, she would get really nervous. The whole thing was she would get really nervous. Oh, no, and she'd I don't know. I just uh, said it uh, wrong. CNP. Uh, and then so like, it's the pause, off. pause in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's, there's layers, David. I there's know, layers I know. to the catchphrase. So one of the things that is interesting, and I, I don't know uh, if they changed it, but on the and the substation, mm-hmm. um, they're behind the staircase. Yes. There's two posters, and I think one was shoes or something, or there's yeah, two yeah, posters. Yeah. Well, because they were all all the posters in the back, and uh, we uh, we had so much fun trying to figure out what musical they were a reference to right. or what like Broadway play they were referenced to because we were in New York we were set in New York right and so they were all supposed to be like um Broadway musicals or plays but something or, was like sneakers or something yeah it right? was supposed to be um I think it was supposed to be a play on on rent or something like it was uh. supposed to they were all supposed to be like you know they were all supposed to be references to like jokey and I love musicals. that detail I love I those posters too. and the reason I said that Set is Deck because did such the, a good job the um the Aardvarks mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. had a had a big poster yes. when we went to the movies. It had a big. I wanted to keep that so bad. Where would you put that? Wait, what, what, what was it? I wrote it down. Uh, oh, I'm night, sorry. Night at the Halloween Sorority Party Two. Yeah. Right. Wasn't that the name yes. of the movie that they were trying to sneak into? Yes. I'm pretty sure there's an actress in the movie. I'm pretty sure. Let oh, me yeah. double check this. Her name's Melise Zhao. Yeah, who played the, they kept saying her like, oh my God, you're so yeah, famous. Yeah, you're yeah. this. When Selena actually. I'm going to double check that that's who it was, but I'm pretty sure that it was. Ah, this is make ups This, this uh, uh, episode. Yes. I'm teaching the kids and I say, this is the spell. This is, can you, and then I can, and then I say, you can also do make ups So basically all you had to do was a rhyme and it was a spell, which was. Was that this one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I remember uh, uh, David is trying to get into the movie to help Selena. Yeah. And he keeps trying to make up a spell. Oh, and that's it's not right. Working, that's right. Right. Um, oh, it is Melise Jow. She plays Ruby Donahue. And is she, is she, uh, I no, she, apologize well, she was, to no, her. No, no. Is she someone who, who, no, she, did I, I just remember because she was, because we all had, like, we had our little, like, actor group. And I remember she was, like, in our little actor group of ah. people that, like, worked all the time. She just worked all the time. And I mean, she's the, done a ton of stuff since. You're but. open with that. The uh, Usher, what was his name? He did a great job. He, oh, the, he was really Usher. funny. I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm okay. Looking. I was looking at first of, like, what she's. Like what stuff? She was in like Big Time Rush and a bunch of stuff like that. Ah, uh, Big Time Rush. Usher number one's name was Devin McGinn. I, I just remember I really I liked him. He was great. I mean, this is this is a thing. I don't think he had many. Yeah, no, I saw the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but he, he didn't have a, a a lot to do. No, and he, he made just, a lot out of it, which yeah. is a common theme for a lot of our our like co stars, guest stars. They really and attribute up, ready to play to our casting yeah. you know uh, uh they did such a great job with Ruth and Robert knew yeah, how to find really special actors the best the best <gasps> we have to have them on the show of course we do oh my god i'm so excited this is so much fun <laughs> um so this was the first episode that we did Russo family fun night 
Yeah, is it? Is this really the first one? Yeah. Okay. And, and David wasn't there. Now explain with to us. those who don't know what is Rousseau Family Fun. It's night? the get together with the family, and we go out and do something fun. Did they ever bring it back? Did they ever? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, did, yeah. That's what I more. thought. I mean, okay. it was like a thing, you yeah. know. This um, was like one of the few things that it wasn't like a gag and bail. That's what I'm Mr. Calling it a gag and bail, where you do the gag and then you never see it again. Right. Like this the Rousseau was, Family Dog, gag and was, bail. This was a, a, a we we brought it back that yeah. we would talk about no, I this love and this. getting together, and this is something that I think all families, yeah. need, you know, that we have to have a, a no, fun I love that concept. Night, you know what I mean? There was there was always competition that I really saw the the competition between David and Selena in this episode. Mm. That you know, a lot of siblings have that. Yeah. But I I really saw this. I I want what you have. I want what you have. I'm you know. There's a there's the competition, which is the Sam and Diane thing about who's going to yes. win this competition. Like the through line that you were yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. The thing that I do like about this episode is is when they combined the competition element with the brother sister dynamic. And what I mean by that is the fact that like it is so normal for a younger sibling to want to just be close to and involved with and get to know better and being. Just, just being in their older sibling's space. Like right. they just want to like oscillate, not oscillate, that's not the right word. They want to exist in the same plane. And so like that's a that's an element of that like brother-sister dynamic that I love that they added to this is like, yeah, she's too cool for, Alex is too cool for school and they're in competition and she wants to like, you know, kind of give Justin a hard time sometimes, but she also still, it's her big brother and she has so much love for him and still wants to be in his universe and in his world and a part of his life, you Which know? Which is so nice. You know, I, yeah. I, I did want to be a part of my uh, brother's worlds, but not so much. No, I'm kidding. Well, it balances uh, out when you get older, but. Um, okay, so there's a great scene yeah. and I actually filmed it and I just showed it to you yeah, yeah. where where Selena is, you know, starting to talk about, uh I'm in. I feel like the implication is she's starting to talk about becoming a woman. Well, because she's because it's part of her asking, like, I want to go to this R-rated movie. I'm older right. now, and I'm like, okay, I have to give you a speech. You know, so there's men and women, and there's these things, and it's uh, awkward. And that, <laughs> yeah. the word awkward is something that Peter Marietta, yeah. our, our executive producer writer, uh, loved. Yeah, and David actually a little later in the episode says. Awkward as yeah. well, which I thought was so. Funny. Did we ever bring that back another episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what we I'm saying. Like I remember that Every one, and and it's I, I love that callback because it's such a great of like uh, uh, awkward. I, I, I you did, know, I did love that Jerry uh, tried his yeah, best, he did. but then when I say awkward, I'm like uh, Maria. No, no, I didn't say Maria. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully you didn't say Maria because they should have cut that out. <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> oh my remember God. your wife's name, yes, Jerry. Yes, oh my God. But listen, I have to just go to, uh, I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody, but I've been telling a story that's been wrong. Oh. I thought yeah. that I uh, took this uh a bread bag that was left there and threw it. Oh, you've told this story so many times. So many times and wrong. But in another episode, soon to come, David had the bag and threw the whole bag at me rather than just one piece of bread. Yeah. It hit me. So I'm just clarifying, David is the, the one who threw the bag. Other David. Yeah, it was a different episode. Yeah, I apologize. David. We're doing rewatch movies. Da yeah. David Henry. David Henry threw the bag. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you've told that story wrong like twice now. Uh, but memory is weird. Memory is very weird. <laughs> but, it, but it is. Memory is very odd. It kind of like twists and distorts over time. So if we get it wrong, I know you guys will correct us, and I hope that you will so we can get it straight. Oh, uh, um, so funny. 
Oh, no, this, I, I, I was like, you know, David was dressed, in my opinion, like a Shia LaBeouf with his. But the whole you know, first doing, season, we know, talked David. about that. The whole yeah. first season, I feel like he was still finding, not only for all of us, I think we were really anchoring in our characters in the first season. We were anchoring in our style, um, our dynamics. I think a lot of the first season was just exploring and playing and, and kind of really finding ourselves within our characters in that universe. Right. And you know what? Now the first episode, which you were not in that we shot mm -hmm. was the magic carpet episode. Yes. And it's, I'm totally different. Yeah. I am. But if you look really closely in a lot of episodes, there's certain things that like, again, that I'm, I don't know why I'm trying to make this a thing of the like gag and bail. It's not a thing, but, it, but like where we try something on and you can see it doesn't fit. Cause the next, we never try it again. Right. We never use it again. Like having just, a dog. Like having a dog. That didn't exist anymore. Well, because working with animals <laughs> is tricky. We love animals, but they're tricky to work with. Uh, oh, so back to movie night mm -hmm. when, uh, uh, speaking the, of dogs, there's one barking. Yes. Right now. I love it. Uh, the night of the Halloween sorority party disaster two. Are you was adding the, words or was that all the words no, in no. it? Night of the Halloween sorority, sorority disaster. Party, party disaster too? But I just thought it was so interesting too that when Alex is trying to get into the movie, mm -hmm. um, it, it, this is funny too because she tries to get in with a fake idea that fake ID that's on cardboard or, or yeah. you know, like, and and and, and the, the usher yeah. uh, guy is like, do you realize you made yourself 84 years old or whatever it is, yeah. you know, like, I love that Alex wasn't even attempting to do it. Although I just realized all she had to do was wave her wand and make a fake I know. ID. Well, especially you know? in the episode where they're like, just put words together and it's a spell. <laughs> like they didn't even like, like that's the perfect episode to be like idea slippiest or whatever. I, mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that spell is. No, this is why <laughs> I'm making an idea. Uh, fake ID. But yeah, like, like that would have, but right, I Jen, also love that. I, did my you brain have a fake ID. Did you get I it? Did. Did you? Oh my God. I, I did. got you. I did have a fake ID and you know, Oh, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to throw him under the bus because someone from, from the show. Just don't say who it I'm is. I'm not going to say who it is, but someone from, someone related to someone on the show. I like went in with them and we all got like a group deal on our big ideas. Oh my God. And so, but I had one, I, I went to, uh, uh, so this is really old, but you know, like the night of the Roxbury, like during that time, the, the Roxbury mm, club, mm, mm, there was a place yeah. called bar one. Okay. And I had a fake ID and I got in there. Oh my God. How old God. were you when you had your fake ID? Uh, 19 or something. Oh, see that's, 18? that's so much more responsible than mine. I think I was like 15, 16. Okay. Yeah. I but mine. I could not 15, 16. I could not pass for 21. I couldn't either. I still like, I still sometimes are like, let me see. Well, not as much anymore, but like for a long time, like I got carded a lot. Yeah. Now they're like, you're old lady. Um, but yeah, no, but you know, you know what my, I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna tell this. Cause I was going to say what my trick is. Cause sometimes what bouncers do is they'll like, they'll like look the other quiz way. You. No, 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 no. I'll quiz you, they like, shouldn't, what, what but they should you quiz born? you. It's like, what, what year were you born? What's your address? I kept all of my stuff on my fake ID the same. As my that's stuff. Not, that's not that smart. No, no, but it was though. Because, oh, so you can answer the question. No, but I changed just a few minor details. So, but I always got all the questions what was right, your and name I was on very it? quick with it. Um, no, it was all like it was. was it, your name was Jennifer Stone. I think I had like changed, like I just changed a few details to where it was very easy for me to remember. Because a lot of the thing what, like gave my friends away is they were like, um, uh, and you they'd like what? forget. Kids, don't I'm not. I shouldn't it. be giving this advice. No, no, this no, is no, horrible. But here's the thing I was just about to say. I didn't say any of no, that. Don't have a fake ID, kids. Nobody should Drink have a fake ID. You know, drink at home. Come on. <laughs> no, but, I'm sorry. But, you know, or or the. I don't think it's a thing anymore. I mean, 
what, it? I don't know. I don't think kids want to. What go are the kids like doing a, these days? Yeah. I don't know. But they're they're getting together by themselves, and and you know, kids are not even leaving their houses. All the kids nowadays yeah. just want to stay at home because it's nice. I don't blame them. You know, I got into a lot of nonsense that I would have had a much better time just sitting at home. Look, I you know. I grew up and I was like, sitting at home is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Being so, at home with my loved ones is nice. So Selena does a spell. Yes. And instead of putting herself in the movie theater, she, she puts actually in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. Like uh, Purple Rose of Cairo. Oh, yeah. Where they go into the movie. And nice reference there. Thank you. And um, it's it's so interesting because even later, they're like, somebody in the movie looked just like your sister, Justin, and she was dressed <laughs> I think in it the was same Dan. Movie. I think Dan as Zach was like, your sister looks just like the girl from, I, mean, I don't know, what, that is not an impression of anyone, by the but, way. But it's it's very interesting, because the way they shot it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they had a handheld camera in the movie. Yeah. They were, they were not doing a multi-cam, because mm-hmm. they couldn't, you know? And- and it's interesting because then I remember this too that they shot when they're running around, yeah, um, and and they're being chased. Yes, they were yeah. running around yeah, the production yeah, yeah. office, yeah. so they they made that like the sorority. Well, room. and I love that they shot it. They took the the fact that they were limited and the fact that they couldn't do the four camera, which was good because they changed the style and the look of it to where it looked like a movie versus right. like the show. But I love the fact that they really played into like the cheesy like bad horror movie tropes of like the girl like always running slow and yeah. like running in the wrong place and being in pajamas and uh, like just we're about ridiculous. to have a pillow fight totally, for no reason totally. yeah. i loved that they played into that and made fun of that because and, there's a lot to make fun of there and the bad guy yeah was jake's stand-in joe yeah and he yeah just, yeah he just, oh, joe was the best. <laughs> he so was just good. walking slowly yes which with i some loved. kind of you know seek through mask yeah. with a hair dryer just walking, and you hear the hairdryer noise. So, so the killer. I love that he just ah, like right. slowly walked up to people, and you were you. It was you were saying it was Jake Standen. Yes, Joe. I believe his name was Joe. Yes, if Nicest we got that guy. wrong, I'm so sorry. And I, but I love that he just was walking. Yeah, and everyone else was like with a hairdryer, but it was super slow. You but know what how I mean? many horror movies have you seen where like the the heroine or like them. the antagonist? Yeah. Uh, or the protagonist, not the antagonist. The protagonist is like running for their lives, and the person's just like casually strolling towards yeah. them with a sharp object. That's like, in the same vein so as like, funny. I've, you know, I'm going to tie you up and have you slowly lowered into battery yeah, yeah, yeah. acid, yeah. but leave before it happens so yeah. you can escape. But that's when I'm like, we got to have a lot of the, our writers and, and our actors got to have so much fun with just those classic, horrible horror movie tropes. It was fun. It was if really you, okay. fun. And David, yes. David falls down and looks at Selena and goes, save yourself. And that's what my dad used to say really? all the time. He would Aww. say, go save yourself. You know, that was the thing. <laughs> if you could ever be zapped into a movie, what movie would it be? <sighs> my first thought just was born, the born Identity. You love Jason Bourne. I do. I mean, he's amazing. But of like all the spy movies, like not like James Bond. Like I why, love James Bond. Uh, but uh, why um, Jason Bourne? Like what is it about Jason Bourne that you're like, I want to run for two I'll hours? I'll tell you what, because the action in that movie is amazing. Yeah. And yeah. it's, he is on a mission and he's very clever. Okay. Yeah. So he'll come in to a room and mm-hmm. he'll know where the exits are. He can kill are. you with a magazine. He's like, uh, there's a great, uh, in, I don't know which one, but he's like, I know that that guy is, you know, 240 pounds and I could take him down by this and that guy over there has a gun in his back pocket because of this and there's four cars in the parking lot and I know all the license plates and I'm like, he's just aware of everything. Yeah. I'm such a, cr- 
crush on him. You do. You do. And <sighs> I and I love it. Okay, My so favorite, there was one of the Jason Bournes where he literally like rolls up like a People magazine or like an Us Weekly and beats and a man to death with it. Yeah. Like it's so funny to me. It's very funny. He does it. He gets a pen too. There's one well, where he goes to his apartment. You can do some damage with a pen. Yes. Uh, now that now that's John Wick. That I love John um, Wick too. See, this you is have stuff, all the guy crushes. Listen, it, so you you just you I, just want a man with a special set of skills is what you're saying. I have a special set of skills. Yeah. You want a Liam Neeson, a Keanu Reeves, a you Matt may Damon. Think you can get away. I know your type. I didn't do I Liam Neeson great there, but that's, you know. The, Only um, Liam Neeson can do me. I've got a special <laughs> set of skills. John, Why did I turn to a leprechaun? What was that? <laughs> I've got John a special Wick, of skills, guy, old Malay. Like, the, what the hell? The way they talk about John Wick, the you know, the boogeyman. But why does every guy on the planet literally just like drool and like shit themselves over John Wick? I don't understand. Like, they, every guy I know loves He's John Wick. He's clever. They're both clever. But there's a lot They're of smart. clever characters. Indiana Jones is clever. Yeah, but he's sloppy in his... Indiana Jones somehow, yeah. like, gets there. You guys like, all just want to be Keanu Reeves. You saw Point Brank and just, like, jizzed in your pants. Like, is that what it I've was? I've met Keanu Reeves. He's lovely. A few times. Yeah. And he is so nice. He's the best. He is such a sweet, charitable. Yeah. Like, people don't know the kind of charity But is that why they, does. like, all are so jazzed about John Wick? I think... I love Jason Bourne and John Wick because they're justified. Jason Bourne is protecting himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not well, just going trying to out figure out who he is. People. They're, yeah. you know. But all it's interesting too because like Goodfellas and Sopranos, these are murderers. Yeah. But I love them. Why? You know what I mean? Well, like they're Godfather. Yeah. They're complicated. And they're, and 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 we've talked about this before too where it's like every even like the bad guys and things are always justified to themselves of what they're doing. I think the difference right. from what I'm hearing from you, and I enjoy these movies too. I just don't have the same like affinity. I think what it is, is the fact that like the audience can also agree with their justification. Is that fair? Does yeah, okay. I, I guess. They can I mean, identify with the justification. Also, made so well. Listen, Joe. No, they Wick, are. And those one action shot sequences kills are, 15 people. Yes, those action sequences are insane. And Keanu Reeves is so dedicated to it. And I love that we've gone on such yes. a side rail. Well, he trains of, in, in the I same know. way that TC can fly a helicopter and do all these wonderful yeah. things and when run he, When he very says fast. TC, he talks about another one of his man crushes, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Okay. okay that's so, a good one. John Wick or, or, or Jason Bourne. That was that would be the movie that you would go into. Right. I okay. would. Did that was my reverse. Did you have an aneurysm? What, what just movie, happened? What movie would you pop into? Uh... See, every time someone goes, what's a movie? Like, what are your favorite movies? Shawshank I go, have Redemption, I ever seen Goodfellas, a movie? Goodfellas, Godfather. You know, Do I look like Shawshank Redemption is my favorite movie? Oh, my God. Jennifer it's Stone. It's a great movie. Don't you fucking. Okay, pause. Jennifer Stone. Shawshank Redemption is like. Deluise. If you put that on, you have to watch that movie. Deluise. I'm going to calm down. Calm your tits. Jesus. <laughs> All I said was, do do I look like that's my favorite movie? No. Exactly. I didn't say it wasn't a great movie. I didn't say that I don't have to watch it every time that it's on. I just said, do I look like that's my favorite movie? No, no. But I you mean, like, do I look a, like that's my favorite movie? No, but you went into another dimension. You went into a Holland Sanders dimension uh, just I'm now. Sorry. Like okay, that I'll was calm down. I'm sorry. It's a tough day for me. I apologize. Did someone hurt you with- uh, No, but I love Shawshank, Shawshank. Redemption. It's like one of my favorite Did movies. Did someone Shawshank you with- <laughs> You that was what, a bad dad joke. You know what lost to Shaw, uh, Shawshank Redemption lost Best Picture Academy yeah. Award to? I don't know. Forrest Gump. But that Sorry. makes sense. 
That makes sense. Oh my God, Jen. Forrest Gump is a great movie. They're yes. both great okay. movies. But, uh, you know what? That, that scene, yeah. I can, I can at any point in my life, I can turn on the TV and I, if I see that scene where he's at the grave, he's at Jenny's grave, I am a you mess. Want me to, you want me to cry? Or, or, or if he goes to hate little Haley Jawsman, if he goes, is he like me? <laughs> oh God. What like it fuck? just literally, that's what I'm saying. Jennifer, come but, on. But they're both powerful movies. That was a tough year. Some some Oscars years are, are dry years you where know, I had it's not moment, great competition and a, some are really tough years like I that one. I had a moment like that because I'm dyslexic as mm -hmm. you know and I didn't know because it's, it's a genetic genetic thing. So yeah. I didn't know if my kids were going to have that or not too because my dad had it. But mother of God, how many episodes can we cry in? You keep bringing up shit that makes us cry. You said the Forrest Gump story. Well, I, you didn't make—I didn't mean to make it personal, <laughs> but that was real. That's really sweet. Uh, but you still I, haven't I said know, the movie you, you're gonna pop well, into. I didn't know you and your dad shared that. That's, yeah, that's that's a lot of people. I think TT yeah. is dyslexic too. I think he is. I, I think I think Tom Cruise is also. I love that you guys are best friends. I'm always TC. Yeah. Um. So the movie that I think I would most like to, I you know. I'm going to go back and, and which is always what happens every time someone asks me a favorite movie or like anything about movies. I forget I've ever seen a movie and I'm such a big cinephile, but I'm going to, I would really love to live in the X-Men universe. I'm uh, a big X-Men fan. And when I was a kid, I used to always like, I loved Rogue so much, like from like the X-Men, like animated series to like the movies when they came out. I used to like sit with a spoon and try to bend it with my mind for hours. Oh, wow. I love um, the X-Men too. No, I think but, but there's movies. something about that universe where it's like the idea that these are these grounded people and they're not like superhuman in the sense that they can do all these things and well, they're, they're like they're, Superman, they're, but they all have this like special skill. And it reminds me of like what you're, to bring it like full circle, what your mom used to say, like you all, ha all have a gift, yes. give your gift. And yeah. so to me, it's like this thing of like, you have something that sets you apart and the world might hate it, but right. it's special and it makes you, like there's, I don't know, there's something about that universe I just really love. 100% I agree with you. And I, I wonderful actor, I don't know his name, but the one, he's very, you know, kind of cerebral. Patrick Not Stewart? cerebral, no, 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 but he turns into like the blue monkey guy. Oh. Um, so he's always, you know, he's very strong. Are you talking about in the original, like the two, it's the Beast, but the are beast, you talking yeah. about the are you talking about the two thousands one? Or are you talking about um, the, the newer later, ones? The, the I think he's in the newer ones. Nicholas where, Holt. Is he from the I'm a Zombie and yes, and, yeah, yeah, yes. Nicholas Holt. And and he's in a new movie. Oh my god, I can't believe I haven't talked about this. Yeah, he's in a new. He's playing Renfield with uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh, that's right. And that's I right. don't think I love any actor more than Nicholas Cage. Uh, Julia and you I. You mean have a, you mean NC? What? TC and NC? No, no. Nicholas Cage. Cage is just Nicholas Cage. If I had a chance to do a movie with Tom Cruise or yeah. just meet, well, I've met him, but but just to see and hang out with yeah, Nicholas yeah. Cage, done. You've Nicholas seen, Cage. You, you've seen the Pedro Pascal movie where of he's course, like, yeah, I'm sure. are you kidding? It's yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah. The un, unbearable weight of like, massive of, talent. Of, yeah, yeah. Ugh. And have you seen them? These are my favorite things. Like Nicholas Cage has so many layers to him. There's two things that I always think of. One is all of the memes where his hair is an eagle. Have yes, you seen these? yes, yes. They're fantastic. And then the other one where it's the montage of Nicholas Cage freakouts. Where yeah. He's like, oh. And he's like rubbing paint. It's an hour and a half long. No, it's not. It's not that long. But it's Mandy, still. Mandy, his last, uh, Mandy was so good that he did. Mandy, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, there's a movie where he is freaking out in a bathroom and there's blood all over him. And you know maybe what? I'm saying the wrong name, but. It, you know it, what I can't help but think of, though, every time I watch that freak out compilation, which now I really have to watch it, um, is the poor, is, was it scripted and planned? 
because I also think of the wardrobe department and the set decorators and like just everybody behind the scenes going, oh shit, we don't have doubles for this. What like we that? don't. Well, because like the like one of the ones where he like rubs paint all over himself and like completely ruins like the costume in the set and like makes a mess. If they uh, don't have doubles, that you're done. That's it. I hope well, you got it. Hey, well, you know what? If Nicholas is going, you do it. I know that when he did, um, is it leaving Las Vegas, the Vegas, where he's an alcoholic? I yeah. think he won the Academy Award for that. There's a moment where Elizabeth Shue is with him uh, at a card table and he's mm -hmm. all drunk and everything. And and uh, uh, he throws he 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 launches the table. Yeah. And nobody knew that he was going to do yeah, that. Yeah. Ah, I love him. Okay, really quick Nicolas Cage story. I'm going to Canada to do a movie, Pup Star, one of my many many talking one of, dog one movies. One of twelve dog movies. Yeah. Uh, there was a series of them, but yeah. when you go to Canada to work and you're an American, you have to get a work permit. So I was in the airport mm -hmm. with me, my wife, Nicolas Cage, and his I think girlfriend at the time, yeah. and who you were very jealous of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I just love it. Just, you know what it is about Nicholas? He is, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He does what he's going to do. And yeah. every single movie you see him in, he's giving you 110%. It's true. He never phones it in. He's always doing his best. No matter what, what? I, I what? was going <laughs> to say, Tell he enjoys himself. He enjoys himself. Yes, yes. yes. And he he's always, also able to- You can always to... tell he's having a good time. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay, so I'm going to make this as quick as possible. So you don't have to. I see him in the in the you know work permit area in yeah. the airport, and I'm waiting, you know, because I wanted to make awkward, and we're all leaving now. And I say, I said, hey, I'm just such a huge fan. I just want to let you know. And he said, thank you. Thank you very much. Because he loved Elvis. Yeah. And that's how he said it. Now- uh, we I didn't realize we had to go line up into a different place to like pay. And yeah, so now, now we're standing now I'm stalking him. Oh God. So then we go to another area and he walks by us again and I kind of like waved. Mm -hmm. And then a series of events happened. Someone he was on like coach or something, mm -hmm. and someone took a picture of him, and then it, it like became a meme or something, and then this and that. And then my wife, like, I forgot about that. And then like seven days later, she goes. I wonder what Nicholas is doing. And I was like, who the fuck is Nicholas? Who are you talking about? And then she was like, Nicholas Cage. And I, we went on a deep, deep dive. And I found out he owned castles. He had a shark. He had a, a, a albino boa constrictor, the this and that. And just I just went on a deep, deep dive. Yeah. Cut to two months later. Okay. We're in Venice, Italy. Yeah. And we're walking. And, and my wife grabs my arm. She grabbed my arm. And, I, and, I, and there was this old guy kind of like hobbling with it. I don't remember. It was a nice store that he came in a hat, cane, he was walking. And then we got into St. Marco's Square yeah. and he turned around and it was Nicolas Cage. And of course, what do I do? I go, we just saw you in Canada, like a, a freak, you know? And then he's like, someone, stop following yeah, me. And then someone else came up to him, was taking a picture and, and went in, in Europe, a lot of touristy places, someone will place a flower in your hand oh. and then say, give me money. Oh yeah. Give yeah. me five. Uh, see, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but Yulia was, uh, you know, like, what do I do with this flower? And I took the flower and I gave it to the guy and I said, <laughs> leave us alone. I turned around. Nicholas was gone. Oh. He had vanished. And then you hit the man with the flower. No, but then I stalked. Then I totally I'm stalked. Not, there were yeah. paparazzi pictures because he was there for a... Um, uh, uh, I love you're like, let me tell this short story of how I stalked <laughs> Nicholas okay. Cage. Okay, so, so we were like, He's got to be staying in a five-star hotel or something. And we stalked, we stalked him around and we, yeah. went, we went to, a, the, you know, we found a picture <laughs> of him in Venice and we found the hotel that he was in. Yeah. And then I was like, this is creepy. I yes, go, it's very creepy. 
And then we were in uh, uh, Berlin because yeah. that's where my wife. Because that's was where Nicholas Cage was. And then he was there <laughs> in my wife's hometown of Aachen. What? Being honored for some charitable thing that he was doing. And so you know, and and also by the way, when I was in 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 Venice, I had a dream about him. That Nicholas and I... Because you were spending were, all your time looking up his whereabouts <laughs> and everything about him. Of course you had a dream about him. Uh, and and Nicholas and I, uh, in the dream, we were we were taking Walking up these, down the aisle. No, no, no. We were, we were taking up <laughs> floorboards. You know that... that uh, your dream is to do flooring with Nicholas Cage? No, we, Cage? Were, we were taking up the floorboards and there was like a, a classic violin in there or something. I don't okay. know. It was probably from, you know, National Treasure. Yeah, okay. But... Um, We're digging up George Washington's fiddle. Yeah, I got so, it. So everybody now is like, you know, my friends uh, uh, made me a shirt because I also like La Croix, the, the yeah. drink, you know. And so they gave me a shirt with his face on it and said, La Cave. Ah, that's and then fantastic. They made all of well, the now names. I know what all of your gifts are going to be because I have, I have another friend who's obsessed with Nicolas Cage yeah. and all of her gifts are these like, Crazy well, like there's the, the pillow of his face. Yeah, you do yeah. That, you know, and that's why I love the movie so much that he did the unbearable. Well, because it was very himself. yeah, and yeah. it was so great. And then and then Pedro, yeah, the, Pascal, uh, Pascal had a had a like a, a whole museum. Yeah. to him, which everything. you also have. I won't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to put you on blast. I, okay, I just think, it's, thing I just think it's so sweet how much you love Nicholas. I do. Because and then I'm going to say this one last thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you a question. And then we have got to let everybody go on with Shit, their lives. it's over. I know. You uh, went on about Nicholas Cage for 20 minutes. Uh, yes, it's over. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Nicholas, well, if you're out there. <laughs> he did an interview. Yes. For, I think it was GQ magazine or yeah. something, but it's online. It's an interview okay. where he talks about his He talks about eight his love for to you. Ten, so I wish <laughs> his eight or ten iconic roles where he yeah. he talks about where uh, uh, the where the uh, inspiration came from for those roles like uh, um, Arizona raising Arizona yeah. he was like I think he's they, they also they made him audition several times they didn't I don't think they wanted him to be the guy but he forced them well he's a very specific actor he was so it's like, like he's either the guy or not it yeah yeah yes yeah and, and he was like I, I'm I'm like a woodpecker. I'm like, what are you with woodpecker? So his hair is like this, and that was like his. He embodied like a woodpecker. He's got a, a tattoo that. of that. And there's, if you watch this interview, Jen, yeah, it's yeah. so cool because all of the stuff that he um, brings to the characters that he plays comes from. The, it's like he touches in to like something out of his outer body experience, and he brings it into the roles that he's doing. But I, I, you don't do that. I love, there was an interview with Johnny Depp I remember reading when I was younger about Edward Scissorhands where he talked about like, I was really influenced by a dog I had yeah, as a, a puppy. child. Yeah, and, and, and it's something that I've done. I don't, can't remember if it was because of that interview or just like a combination of actors that I really loved that did that. But when I read a script, I literally will write in the margins like flashes of, of things that come to my mind and like inspirations or whatever. And then I'll kind of put an amalgamation of all those things together and that's, kind of how I build that character. So it can be the most random things, yeah. but it's kind of crazy when you like put it all together, how it kind of comes to fruition of a person. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, sometimes I'm breaking down a script for an audition or something and I'll say, why am I saying this? What is happening? Mm -hmm. What am I trying to get across here? What's the ultimate yeah. goal? That kind of stuff. And yeah, I haven't, I haven't, you know, I don't know. I could be a little more shy or something, but I haven't yeah. been like, oh, this this character is more like a, a dog or yeah. more like that or something. I mean, there's but I different characteristics that are unique to that character mm -hmm. that, I'm, that I'm playing. Like I played a crazy guy and, 
you know, I, I just modeled it after my dad from the movie The End, which yeah. if you haven't seen, it's yeah, it's Reynolds. great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's he plays a crazy guy. Yeah. You know. Um, what was the first R-rated movie that you ever saw? Uh, uh, Dressed to Kill. Dressed to Kill. Yes, you I had mean, that answer so well because I know my dad said no, you're not allowed, yeah. and I like watched it, and it's Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin anything, but he's dressed to kill is what happens. But it was intense. I think Angie Dickinson was in it and and Michael Caine. And um, like it was it was grown up and intense. And I and I do remember watching The Exorcist and I I wanted to watch it, you know, to be a grown up. But that white face. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep for a long time. You know. Hey, can I say it? Yeah. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> That's from the Exorcist. You just made so, there. There's gonna be either two kinds of people. There's always the people that are just like I heard Jerry curse. That's so funny. <laughs> or the people that are like, don't do that. That just ruins my I'm ears. I'm just quoting the movie. That's the movie. That's true. It's just a movie quote. Okay. Kids. What about you? A lot of the ones that I at first I was like, oh, Six Sense, but that's PG thirteen. So I'm trying to th- I'm trying a great to movie, think. It's way. a great movie, and Titanic was a big one, but that's also PG thirteen. I think. Um, I'm trying to think what my first like rated R one was. It had to have been a horror movie. I still can't believe that Polly. We talked to Polly Lit, who was, who was <laughs> me, uh, myself, and Irene. Yeah, he went to go see, <laughs> when he was seven. Yeah, no, Amazing. it's it's because he loved Jim Carrey and 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 uh, his mom. I love what she said to him. She she said. It's just a movie. It's true. You know. Well, that's how my mom felt about Titanic. Because I, I, my brother was obsessed with Titanic. We wore those two, two part VHSs out. I might have just rewatched the entire movie it's, the other day. It's a movie that I can literally be, yeah. at a cheesecake factory across the restaurant. If it's on, I'm glued. I'm it's hooked so to it. It's so good. I saw it when they re released it in theaters. Sobbed. Yeah. The guy I was dating at the time thought I was a crazy person, um, and I am a little, but that's fine. Um, but the, the, um, the, I think, like I said, it had to have been a horror movie. Maybe it was like the Hills have eyes or like, is that a good one? I don't know that one. It's, I mean, it's, it's a remake. Yeah. It's a remake. I don't even know if it's art. Like I'm really hard. I, I think a lot of them are PG 13. Um, you could get back to us on this. Show. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> I watched a lot of PG 13 movies that were, um, well, but there was, yeah, there had to have been maybe blue velvet. Maybe but there had to have been a rated R movie before then. That was with what's his name from Dune and yeah, and all that. yeah, and, yeah, and, and uh, with the weird breathing apparatus. Yeah, what's, what's Dennis Hopper was yes doing the whole yeah that whole thing. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to think about it and get back to you because Blue Velvet had to have been later. Okay, so yeah. for this episode, let's ask everyone, and you can write. All yeah, the, what was all your the first? What was your first rated R movie? Oh, I'm so excited to say. Maybe this will jog my memory, but I'm so excited to hear what you're gonna say. Okay, we have to go. Watch an R-rated movie, and and you have to go find Nicolas Cage. Oh my God, I I'm do so, love. It's so funny. Don't don't go down another Nicolas Cage rabbit hole. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nicholas Cage, and we're out. Goodbye. Where are you? Where have Please you been? Please cut. Life? This is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of Wizards of Waverly Pod. And if you want clips from this week's episode, head on over to the Podco YouTube channel. The link is in the description to follow. And if you just can't get enough wizards in your life, I mean, I know I can't, then head on over to our Patreon and follow for exclusive weekly bonus content. The link is also in the description. I'll see you next week.